Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining I meant to record this podcast more than a month ago, and I didn't, and I kept putting it off, and then at that point, I decided that it had been too long, but it keeps coming up in conversation, and I keep talking to people about it, so I decided I'm going to do it. And the title of this podcast may make you think, well, you auditioned for Maverick City Choir to make it. That's why everyone auditions for things, to make it. But that wouldn't be true, because that's not why I auditioned for Maverick City Choir. I didn't audition for Maverick City Choir to join Maverick City Choir. I loved the idea of joining Maverick City Choir, and it was something that I thought would be super, super cool, but I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think I would ever be chosen. So that's not why I auditioned for Maverick City Choir. See, here's the deal. For years, I've avoided all auditions of any sort because when I wasn't chosen, that no would defeat me. That no would hold more weight in my life than anything else. So if they said no, then it meant that I wasn't actually good. And if I wasn't actually good, then maybe God didn't actually call me. And if God didn't actually call me, then my life was a lie. And that cycle would happen over and over. It's incredibly frustrating to me that very often, as humans, we allow what other people think about us or say about us to hold more weight than what God says about us. And I don't know why that is, but it happens. And it's happened to me a lot. And it happened to me consistently with things that I had to audition for. So I just stopped auditioning. Because if I don't audition, then you can't tell me no. If I don't audition, you can't tell me that I'm not good enough. If I don't audition, then I can be whatever I want to be, except the things that I want to be that require auditions. I understand how ridiculous this is. I was leading worship every single week in L.A. before the pandemic, unless I was out of town. And when the pandemic happened, it shut down. And I haven't led worship one time since then. That's really, really hard to admit. March 8th of 2020 was the last Sunday that I led worship. In the beginning, it didn't bother me that much because I was just waiting for the pandemic to end. Another week, another month, whatever, it's going to end and I'm going to go back to LA and I'm going to go back to leading worship and life's going to be great. And that didn't happen. And the time kept going and kept going and kept going. And I had friends who were also worship leaders who played instruments. And they would go live on Facebook or live on Instagram. Or they were recording albums in their home studio. And they were still doing it. But see, I don't play an instrument. I just got my voice. And I can only do so much acapella, if we're being real. So... I began to process 
what it looked like to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that God has called me to lead worship, but yet not have a platform to do that. To know that God has called me to be a worship leader, but not to be actively living that out. What does that look like? How are you a worship leader if you're not leading worship? So I spent a lot of time processing that. And sometimes that looked like leading myself in worship. The times that I didn't want to be in his presence, the times that I didn't want to go do that, I could lead myself in worship. That's also the time that I began to recognize that more often than not, the time that I spent with God was so that I could then lead worship on Sunday. See, I've been leading worship since I was 12. And I know the whole idea that you can't take people places you've never been. So therefore, I have to spend time in God's presence throughout the week or I can't take you there on Sunday. So I spend time with God so that I can take you into his presence on Sunday, not to spend time with God. I don't remember just sitting down to spend time with God because I wanted to spend time with him. And I want you to recognize how ridiculous this sounds because I would never invite you to coffee to get to know your friend. I would never invite you out to dinner to get to know your brother. I spend time with you to get to know you. So why was I not spending time with God to get to know God? I'm not saying that I didn't know God. I read my Bible. I, I, I know a lot about God. Maybe that's it. Maybe I knew a lot about God, but I didn't actually know God. Dang. I, I'm not even going to cut that out. I'm just going to welcome you guys into my process. I think that was it. I knew a lot about God, but I didn't necessarily know God. So as I continue to not lead worship, I begin to spend more time with God, to worship, to listen, to sit in silence, to hear his voice, to become his friend. So, fast forward almost a year, and a friend of mine sends me a screenshot and says, are you doing this? And I was like, what is that? And she said, Maverick City Choir is holding auditions. And my immediate thought was, absolutely not, under no circumstances, I'm not doing that. And then almost immediately, I think to myself, wait, this could be it. Because they're not going to pick you. But you can go and audition, and when they tell you no, it will solidify all of the work that you've done. Because at this point, you truly believe that it doesn't matter what people think about you or say about you or believe to be true about you. It still doesn't change what God has said about you and what God has called you to. So no matter what they think, what God thinks still matters more. So yeah, I'm going to go audition so that they can tell me no and I can prove that I'm okay. 
And then a week before the audition, Mav won their first Grammy. <laughs> Further solidifying in my mind that they are definitely not picking me. So I, I still put in the effort. I learned the seven songs that we had to learn for audition. I drive to Atlanta. I get there super early, super early. I literally got there at 4.30 in the morning whenever the doors opened at eight because I didn't want to be the last person in line. And I was like, surely like some people are already going to be there. I don't want to be the first person in line, but I also don't want to be the last person in line. So I got there at four 30 and there was no one there, just a homeless guy walking around. And I sat there and did work from four 30 to six 45 when the next group of people finally showed up. <laughs> So, anyways, I'm there, met some cool people, it was great, and they're all talking about being nervous and wanting to know what it's like, and they asked me if I was nervous, and I said no. And they were like, oh, you're not? And I was like, no, because I'm not going to make it. And they were like, what? And I was like, it's a long story, but I'm not here to audition to make it, I'm here to audition so that when they tell me no, I'll still know that I'm okay. So no, I'm not nervous. <laughs> and then we went in and we did the audition. And right before we walked in the door, I got super nervous, like super nervous. <laughs> but we walked in, we auditioned. And then later that evening, I got the email that I had been selected. And I was like, wait, what? This, <laughs> this changes everything. Also, this this is so ridiculous, but I was actually a little annoyed that I had made it because I didn't get the opportunity to prove to myself that I was okay when they told me no. I didn't get the opportunity to share with you this wonderful story on social media about how like God has proven to me and I went and tried out for Maverick City and they told me no and I'm okay. None of that happened because they said yes. And I was like, I don't, what, what? and then it hit me. They said, yes, I, I have an opportunity to lead worship again. It's not in the same context. I'm not at a specific church leading worship each week, but I have an opportunity to lead worship. I have an opportunity to create a space and create an atmosphere for God's people to come and for their hearts to be open and usher them into his presence. I have an opportunity to do that with other people. Also, another random fact is that for probably a year or more, I've been making the comment in random conversations of how much I missed singing in a choir. I sang in a choir for years, and most churches have done away with choirs over the past five years. And it bothered me because I love choirs. I love me some gospel music, and I love choirs. And the fact that so many churches just didn't have them anymore made me sad. And then God gave me the opportunity to be a part of a choir again. And not just any choir, Maverick City Choir, which is crazy. And so we're there, and they're welcoming us, and they're thanking us, and all this kind of stuff. And then they tell us about Kingdom Tour, which I was aware of. I just guess I didn't realize that we were a part of it. <laughs> and so. Kingdom Tour kicks off this summer, and it's Maverick City Music and Kirk Franklin, who I grew up on. Kirk is every bit of the gospel music that I listened to growing up. And then also Jonathan McReynolds, who is 
unbelievable. And House Fires, who has written some of my most favorite worship songs. We're all going on tour together? In arenas? Across the nation? What are you saying right now? It's just crazy to me. And if you follow me on social media, you know that there are a lot of other really cool things that have happened, and I'll probably share more about that in other podcasts. But the point of this podcast was to let you know that I didn't audition for Maverick City Choir for the reasons that most people auditioned for Maverick City Choir. And I didn't audition for Maverick City Choir for the reason that you probably assumed I auditioned for Maverick City Choir. But I'm really, really glad that I did. I'm so excited to be a part. It's truly a dream come true to be a part of a choir again, but also to be a part of a choir of this caliber. And at the same time, still know that if they had said no, I would have been okay. Because my relationship with God is mine. And God is my friend. And what God says about me is what I believe. So when God says, I created you to be a worship leader, he created me to be a worship leader. Whether or not anyone else ever believes that, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it's true. So I auditioned for Maverick City Choir to prove to myself that I believed what God said about me. I thought that was going to happen through them telling me no, but it actually happened through them telling me yes. Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brister for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.